In today's society, everyone has something to say. The difference is how to get your words to the people who need to hear it. Thought about podcasting, but don't know how to get started? Let me help you. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Yes, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. So go ahead, start today. Start podcasting. We're ready to listen. We have detailed in previous lessons, God instituted marriage to be pure, righteous, and an example of true holiness. However, there are some unions among today's society that God calls an abomination. These unlawful deeds are clearly described in his word as well as the consequences for participation and the acceptance of it. Because that when they knew God, yeah, when they knew God, they wait, glorified- wait, wait, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Yes. Neither were they thankful. Neither were they thankful, go ahead. But became vain in their imagination. So now they began to imagine something new. You got, they got a new doctrine. They got a new way of seeing God. How is that when God's been the same yesterday, today, and forever? Ain't nothing changed with him. So if nothing changed with him, then what type of revelation did you have that nobody else has? Now, obviously, it's something that somebody else gave you. For whosoever shall commit any of these abominations. Read that again. For whosoever shall commit any of these abominations. Yes. Even the souls that commit them shall be cut off from among their people. That's right, brothers and sisters. That's absolute. You commit any of these abominations, any of these confusing acts to God, you will be cut off. Are you looking for something sweet? Well, let me tell you about It's Bread. It's Bread specializes in handcrafted gourmet chocolate treats. Produced fresh in small batches, we carefully source and use organic ingredients to ensure a guilt-free conscience in every bite. So head over to itsbread.com and grab a box today. When you're listening to the Why Am I Thus Bible Insights podcast, be sure to subscribe to all streaming platforms. Also, if you would like more information on this ministry, please visit our website at houseoflighttruth.com or houseoflighttruth.org. Thanks for listening.
For those who don't know who I am, my name is Brother Duell. With me is my brother, sincere friend in Christ, Brother Nehemiah, who will be reading for you today. Amen? And this is the third part of the Husband and Wife series, part three, called Holy Matrimony. And before I can even start, I had to take out a lot of the scriptures. It was almost a part four, amen? <laughs> because we have to make sure that we explain this, brothers and sisters. Amen. The covenant of marriage is the holiest of covenants to the Lord. It is a godly commitment of sacrifice between a man and a woman. Each must first understand the love of God, recognize their roles, and finally be prepared for the trials and tribulations that will attempt to shake its very foundation, which depends on their faith in the word of God. Again, marriage is about selflessness, not selfishness. Before we continue, I would like to read a definition, and we have a plethora of definitions today. The first definition I'd like to read, as, as we talked about last week, is marriage. Marriage is the state of being united to a person of the opposite sex as husband or wife in a consensual and contractual relationship recognized by law. So we're going to start at the favorite scripture, John chapter 4, because we have to dissect this now. We talked about part one, which was spiritual preparation, being prepared spiritually for this covenant. Part two was now under, was, was dealing with understanding the vow and that vow that you made to God, then to each other. This one explains what holy matrimony is Amen. and the process of how to make it holy. Amen? Amen. Amen. So we're going to start at John chapter 4. Amen. And remember, don't, get, don't be offended. <laughs> You're like, what is he going to bring today? This is serious, brothers and sisters. This marriage covenant and holy matrimony is a salvational issue. It is something that you have to handle with the utmost of care and responsibility as servants of God. And I tell everyone, I was actually watching a video this past week. I, I, for the past two or three days, I've been uh, watching this video. And this organization was talking about being baptized in the Spirit. And as they were talking, I realized it is important and highly recommended to follow God's word in spirit and in truth. Because you can get confused, and that one issue that you're confused on can lead you on another branch right down to the lake of fire. Amen. So we're going to go through this, Brother Nehemiah. We're going to start at John chapter 4. We're going to read my favorite scripture, John chapter 4, verses 23 and, verses 23 and 24. Because this is, this is a spiritual... Bible study, brothers and sisters, a spiritual one. A lot of times marriages fail. As I read to you last week, the, the statistics of marriages and divorces. And we're going to explain to you through this class today why that is so. Amen. John chapter 4, we're going to start at verse, we're going to read that one verse, brothers. Verse 24. God is the spirit. Yes. And they that worship him. Yes. Must worship him. How, in, brother? In spirit. In spirit. And in truth. And in truth. You have to worship God this way. There's no other way to worship God. And if God gave us the uh, covenant of marriage, then we should understand that marriage is spiritual. Amen. Because the Bible tells you, in first, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 14 real quick. Now, we're going to go through some preliminaries. 
And we have to explain this to you so as we conclude this today, there'll be no doubt as to the protocol of God, what you need spiritually, and how you got to handle that in, in, uh, physically. Amen? Amen. 1 Corinthians 14, one verse here. 14 and verse 33. 1 Corinthians 14 and verse 33. When you get there, Brother Nehemiah, please read. For God is not the author of confusion. Say it again. For God is not the author of confusion. Okay, one more time. I want everybody, if you don't have it this highlighted, highlight this verse. God is not the author of confusion. Why, brother? For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. But of what? But of peace. But of peace? As in all churches of the saints. As in all churches of the saints. All the churches that have the saints of God, there should be some peace there. If there's not peace, brothers and sisters, someone is acting outside of the protocol of God. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 now, and read verses 11 and 12. Let's understand. We covered this in the first two. Let's, let's jog that spiritual memory right now. Let the Holy Spirit dwell with us and in us. Amen? Nevertheless, neither is the man without the woman. Wait a minute. Did you just read that the man is not without the woman? Amen. You said, I don't need no woman. Okay, then, what, then, then how did you get across all these years without your mother? Amen. Or your aunties? <laughs> right? Amen. Neither the woman without the man. No, the woman without the man. But say, I don't need no man. I don't need him. I tell everybody, I was telling to my daughter. We were having a discussion in the family, and I was telling her, no woman is independent. None. Because she needs some type of male influence in her life to balance her out. If she doesn't have that, we're going to show you what happens when they don't have that. Amen. Continue to read, brother. Neither the woman without the man neither, in the Lord. Neither, neither the woman without the man. What verse was that? That was the end of 11. Okay. Neither without the man in the Lord. Spiritually. They see them as one. For as the woman is of the man, yes. even so is the man also by the woman. That's right. We have to understand that in the spirit. But all things are of who, brother? Read. But all things of God. But all things are of God, brothers and sisters. Amen. Remember we read earlier, I think it was last week or the first week, we said that the powers that be are ordained of God. Amen. And if you resist the power, you resist the ordinance of God. So you have to understand that all things of God, man needs woman, woman needs man. Period. Amen. In the Lord. In the Lord. I want to make God. sure we read that. In the Lord. Now, let's go to Ecclesiastes chapter 11. Excuse me, Ecclesiastes chapter 8. As we have detailed in previous lessons, God instituted marriage to be pure, righteous, and an example of true holiness. However, there are some unions among today's society that God calls an abomination. These unlawful deeds are clearly described in his word as well as the consequences for participation and the acceptance of it. Amen. Again, today's class is called holy matrimony. So the reason why we, we have to deal with that, we have to find out what is not holy to God. Amen. Amen. Let's first go to Ecclesiastes chapter 8, because we have to understand why are these things even happening in today's society? Why are they happening? Ecclesiastes 8, I tell you, the word is like ragu. It's in there. Amen. You will find it if you're looking for it. Amen. Amen. The Bible says, seek, and ye shall, shall find. It says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If you let me in, I'm paraphrasing, if you let me in, I will sup with you Amen. and dwell with you. 
and be your God, and you shall be my people. Amen. But you know what we tell God? We don't want to be your people. We want to do our own thing. Mm. 11 through 13. Because sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily. Yes, because that punishment is not right there on you. Like a sword above your head, and go ahead and deal with that. I'm going to cut your hand off. Therefore, the heart of the sons of men is fully set in them to do evil. That's right, brothers and sisters. This is the reason. This is the reason why people choose to disobey God. Because that punishment is not right there. Amen? Amen. Though a sinner do evil a hundred times. Yes. And his days be prolonged. Yes, surely I know that it shall be well with them that fear God, yes. which fear before him. Go ahead. But it, but it shall not be well with the wicked. Wait a minute. Read that again. But it shall not be well with the wicked. It's not going to be well with the wicked. Why, brother? Neither shall he prolong his days, yes. which are as a shadow, yes. because he feareth not before God. That's it. The wicked will not prosper. Because they fear not God, brothers and sisters. Amen. And you as a servant of God should not be worried about what the, what the, uh, uh, the wicked do. The Amen. Bible tells you in Psalm 37, fret not thyself because of evildoers. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity, for they soon shall be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Amen. Trust in the Lord and, you, and do good. Verily shalt thou dwell in the, in the land. Amen. Rest in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Amen. That's book. But because people don't believe this, they do their own thing. Let's take a look at it in Leviticus chapter 18. I'm getting down with the people already, brother. <laughs> all right, see you later. See, all right, <laughs> I'll be back, though. <laughs> I want to get down with the people. I want to make sure we understand this, brothers and sisters. Y'all all right today? Yeah. I was talking to one of my brothers about, saying, hey, man, did you enjoy the class last week? He said, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, I know why it was all right. Because it hurt me too when I first started to read it. Amen? And that's a good thing. When you hear the word, the Bible says, when you hear his word, repent. Leviticus chapter 18, and we're going to start at verse 22. We're going to read what thus saith the Lord, because this is something we have to first find out what is unholy to God. Because we have to find out man's heart is set on not doing what is holy. Why? Because that axe is not put on their neck. Amen. But the axe is coming for those who are wise, brothers and sisters. Thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. Yes. It is abomination. It is what? Abomination. So you mean to tell me that's in there. You Amen. cannot lie with mankind as with womankind. It is an abomination. Neither shall thou lie with any beast uh -huh. to, to defile thyself therewith. And that's going on too. We, I saw on the news the other day. They have, they have ceremonies marrying dogs and horses and whatnot. Neither shall any woman stand before a beast to lie down there too. Wait, neither shall a woman stand before a beast. Why, brother? It is confusion. It is what? Confusion. It is confusion. And God is not the author of confusion. Read. Defile not ye yourselves in any of these things. He said, defile, defile not yourselves in any of these things. Why should we not do that, brother? Continue to read. For in all these, the nations are defiled. All right, wait a minute. Let's, let's hashtag marinate for a second. In all these, the nations are defiled. And the Bible tells you he removed us from the nations. Amen. Those who are holy, right? Amen. Go ahead and read. Which I cast out before you. Yes. 
and the land is defiled. And wait a minute, so you, you defile the land now? Therefore I do visit the iniquity thereof upon it. All right, so now you understand, well, why is there a hurricane in a place that's never been a hurricane? Why is there an earthquake that, never, that, that's, that, was, that was measured beyond any in history? You know why, because there's confusion going on over there. And the Lord's trying to shake them up, brothers and sisters. Amen. Go ahead and read. And the land itself vomited out her inhabitants. See, the, see, I'm letting you know, the land is telling you, stop this nonsense. People don't even realize, if you read the word, the Bible tells you man was created from the dust of the ground. Right? People tell, if you read the word of God, that the land must keep a Sabbath. So the land is telling you, hey, listen to God. Amen. The land is telling you, the birds will tell you, the bees will tell you, they'll come sting you a couple of times, right? <laughs> they will let you know, don't mess with our beehive. Don't shake it up. And, they say, and, the, Lord, and the Lord is saying to the land, if they don't want, shake up the land, send a thunderstorm, send a whirlwind, send a tornado, whatever it is to get them to wake up and understand that this is confusion going on in here. Ye shall therefore keep my statutes yes. and my judgment, yes. and shall not commit any of these abominations. Yes, any of these. Go ahead. Neither any of your own nation, nor any stranger that sojourneth among you. Yes. For all these abominations have the men of the land done. Yes. Which were, which were before you, and the land is defiled. And the land is defiled. Go ahead and read. That the land spew not you out also when you defile it, as it spewed out the nations that were before you. So he's giving us a warning now. Don't do this confusion. Because just as I spewed out that land, the people in the land back in the day, I will do the same for you, no matter where you are. For Finish whosoever shall commit any of these abominations. Read that again. For whosoever shall commit any of these abominations. Yes. Even the souls that commit them shall be cut off from among their people. That's right, brothers and sisters. That's absolute. You commit any of these abominations. Any of these confusing acts to God, you will be cut off. Let's go to Genesis chapter 13. This is something the Lord said was confusion. God was and still is vexed and angry over the happenings in unholy relationships. He had Moses document the story of Sodom, Gomorrah, and the neighboring cities concerning their abominations. It's important to see how the Lord chose to investigate and how he righteously judged their behaviors. Genesis 13, verses 12 and 13. Abram dwelled in the land of Canaan. Yes. And Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain. Yes. And pitched his tent toward Sodom. Pitched his tent toward Sodom, verse 13. But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. See, but the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord. How much? Exceedingly. Wow. Let's go take a look at that in Genesis 18. And we're going to start at verse 16, and we're going to do some skipping. We have to see why were they so wicked before the eyes of the Lord. And the men rose up from thence and looked towards Sodom, and Abraham went with them to bring them on the way. Yes. Skip down to verse 20. And the Lord said, because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great. He said, why are you going over there, Lord? Why are you sending these, 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 these uh, two angels? Why are you sending them, right? Amen. He says, hey, because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great. How great, brother? Continue to read. And because their sin is very grievous. Yes. I will go down now. Wait, who will go down now? I will go down now. I will go down. Why? And see whether they have done all together according to the cry of it. That's right. Which has come unto me. Hold on. I'm going to go down there. I want you to get the visual. I'm going to go down there, and I got the report about Sodom and Gomorrah. I want to see with my own eyes. 
if it's as, as abominable as the report has come back to me. I will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the cry of it. Yes. Which has come unto me. Yes. And if not, yes. I will know. So the Lord's a righteous judge, right? He could have said, got the word, boom, send the thunderbolt, and that'd have been the end of it. But he said, no, let me go investigate it. Righteous judges, pay attention to how he's doing this. Let me go investigate it and let me see what is this deal. Go ahead and read, brother. What verse are you? Verse 22. Okay, read through the verse 23 and then skip down to verse 25. Go ahead and read. And the men turned their faces from thence. Yes. And went towards Sodom. But Abram stood yet before the Lord. That's right. But Abraham stood before the Lord. So they went and he was talking to God, go ahead, talking to the Lord. What verse are you? Verse 23. Go ahead. And Abraham drew near and said, Would thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Now that's a good question. So what is Abraham doing right now? He's being an intercessor for the people that are righteous. Will you slay the righteous with the wicked, Lord? Peradventure, there be 50 righteous within the city. Yes. Would thou also destroy and not spare the place for the 50 righteous the, that are therein? That be far from thee to do after this manner, to slay the righteous with the wicked, and that the righteous should be as the wicked that be far from thee? Did that be far from, that be far from thee, go ahead. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? So what did he call him? The judge of all. So we learned something on the way to learn something, that the judge that sits on a white throne is who? The Lord, brothers and sisters. He said, the judge of all, should he do right? So what are you doing? He's questioning the Lord's integrity. Wait a minute, I thought you was a righteous God here. You're going to destroy the, the righteous with the wicked? What's going on right here? And the Lord said, if I find in Sodom 50 righteous within the city. Now can you imagine how many people were in Sodom? And he said, if I just find 50. Think about how minuscule. That is, brothers and sisters. Then I will spare all the place for their sake. Yeah, but let's get down to verse 32 and let's see what happened. He went from 50 down to 10, right? Go ahead and read verse 32. And he said, Oh, let not the Lord be angry. Yes. And I will speak yet but this one. Peradventure 10 shall be found there. And he said, I will not destroy for the 10th sake. Do you notice that Abraham was, uh, Abraham was bargaining with the Lord? said, what about 50? All right, I'm going to destroy it. What about 40? What about 30? What about 20? Well, you know, what about 10? He said, I won't even destroy it. There's 10 people righteous in that city. And the Lord went his way as soon as he had left communing with Abraham, and Abraham returned unto his place. Right, go right into um, verse, chapter 19 and verse 1. Go ahead and read. And there came two angels to Sodom at even, and Lot sat at the gate of Sodom. And Lot, seeing them, rose up to meet them. And he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. So what does that tell you? A, a lot knew that these were Lord, the Lord's angels. He recognized them. And he said, Behold now, my lords, turn in. I will pray you into your servant's house and tarry all night and wash your feet, and ye shall rise up early and go on your way. And they said, Nay. And what they say? Nay. They was like, Nah, why, brother? But we will abide in the street all night. That's right. We're going to be out amongst the people. We want to see what's going on in the darkness. We want to see what's going on. And he pressed upon them greatly, and they turned in unto him. So he said, nah, y'all don't want to be out here. Y'all don't want to be out here at nighttime. Y'all come on in where it's safe. <laughs> right? Now, I want you to hashtag marinate on this. These were angels. He recognized them as such. And he was telling them, get away from them. That tells you how wicked they were, brothers and sisters. And he pressed upon them greatly, and they turned in unto him and entered into his house. And he made them a feast and did bake unleavened bread, and they did eat. Amen. Go ahead, verse 4. But before they lay down, the men of the city, 
even the men of Sodom compassed the house round. So before they got to the point where they were going to go and, and arrest themselves, what happened? Here Both come the men, the men knocking on the door. Hey, who you got in there? You laughing? Read it, read it. Both old and young. Uh-huh. Wait, both old and young came to the door. All the people from every quarter. And they called unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which came in to thee this See? night? See, I let y'all know I ain't no false prophet. I just, I just told y'all what the book said. He said, Where are those men that you brought? That means the whole city. It went through the whole city. Fresh meat. <laughs> Bring them out unto us that we may know them. That we may know them. We don't want to get to the, hey, what's your name? My name is John. It wasn't that type of no, brothers and sisters. <laughs> they wanted to know them. And Lot went out at the door unto them and shut the door so, after so him. So he comes out the door and he shuts the door behind him. Y'all know what happened when you don't want nobody to see what's going on in your house. So you're gonna, I want you to get the vision. I want, you to, I want you to live this in your mind, brothers and sisters. Get the visual. He closed the door behind him. What did he say, brother? And said, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. Do not so wickedly. Go ahead. Behold now, I have two daughters which have not known man. Let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you and do to you to them as is good in your eyes. Woo-wee! He was giving up his daughters just so they wouldn't sin. That he was trying to protect them even in the midst of their wickedness. Only unto these men do nothing, for therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. That's right. They came under the shadow of my roof. They're protected now. Don't deal with them. What did they say, Brother Nim? And they said, stand back. They said what? Get stand. out of the way. Listen to the mindset. And they said again, this one fellow came in to sojourn, and he will need to be a judge. Right. Now, will we deal worse with thee That's right. than with them? Now, we're going to take care of them, and we're going to do worse with you than we're doing with them. Do you understand what's going on? And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. They were walking, they were, they were walking up to him, getting ready to do him in to break down his door to get at the two men that they wanted to deal with. But listen, brothers and sisters, ain't nothing changed. Ain't nothing changed. And the men said unto Lot, Hast thou here any besides? Yes. Son-in-law and thy sons and thy daughters and whosoever thou hast in the city, yes. bring them out of this place. So the angels tell Lot, whoever you have with you, bring them out now. We done seen it with our own eyes. We're going to tell the Lord, we're going to destroy this city. For we would destroy this place because the cry of them is waxing great before the face of the Lord. Yes. And the Lord has sent us to destroy it. Say that again, and the Lord did what, brother? And the Lord has sent us to destroy it. Sent us to destroy it. Now remember, the Lord said, I wanted to see if what was said to me was true. Once they found out, they told Lot what the deal was. I know if the Lord came to me and knocked on my door and said, hey, you need to get out of Atlanta, I'm about to destroy it. I'm like, how much time do I have? I'm out. And I'll, be, and I'll send Texas as I'm on, on 75. <laughs> and Lot went out and spake unto his sons-in-law, yes. which, which married his daughters. Now, and I want, now listen, now listen. This is very important. I want everybody to highlight these next couple of verses. He said, he went and talked to who? His sons-in-law. Why did he just go talk to his daughters? 
because he understood the protocol, brothers and sisters. He went and talked to the sons-in-law. And what happened, brother? Which married his daughters and said, Yes. Up, get you out of this place. Amen. For the Lord will destroy this city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons-in-law. That's, that's right. They didn't take heed to what he was saying. They didn't take heed. He says, but he seemed as one that mocked. They thought he was crazy. What are you talking about? Get up out of here. We're living the life of Riley up in here. And who, and who did he take with him? And when the morning arose, then the angels hastened. Hasten Lot saying. Hasten Lot saying what? Arise. Arise. Take thy wife. Take thy wife. And thy two daughters. And thy two daughters. Which are here. Which are what? Which are here. Which are here. But the ones with the sons-in-law, he had to leave behind, brothers and sisters. Lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. And while he lingered. Stop. Dramatic pause. And while he did what? Lingered. While he lingered, what do you think he was thinking, brothers and sisters? He was agonizing over those, those daughters he had to leave behind. While he lingered, what happened, brother? The men laid hold upon his hand. Yes, they had to drag him out. Go ahead and read. And upon the hand of his wife. Yes. And upon the hand of his two daughters. His two daughters. He had more daughters than that, though. But go ahead and read. The Lord being merciful unto him. Wait a and minute. Wait a minute. Who was being merciful? The Lord gave him an opportunity to leave this place. But those other daughters that married those two sons, that married those sons that did not uh, seem to honor him or the Lord, he had to leave them behind. And they brought him forth and set him without the city. And it came to pass when they had brought them forth abroad. Yes. That he said, escape for thy life. Escape for your life. Look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plains. Escape to the mountain, Escape to the lest mountain, thou be consumed. Unless you be consumed. Don't wait in the plain. Escape to the mountain, you'll be consumed. But I want you to pay attention to something as we skip down to verse 24. Skip down to verse 24 and continue, brother. Then the Lord rained upon Sodom and Gomorrah. Yes, he did. Brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven. And he overthrew those cities. Hold on. He overthrew the cities. Who else did he destroy? And all the plain. And all the plain. And all the inhabitants of the city. Go ahead. And that which grew upon the ground. Now you understand, brothers and sisters. He destroyed everything, including the vegetation on the ground. And if you do the research, even to today, that land is still burning. You can't grow anything there, brothers and sisters. Lord was making a point that this is such an abomination to him. But his wife looked back from behind him. Yes. And she became a pillar of salt. And she became a pillar of salt. Why? Because she was agonizing on what the Lord was destroying. Because obviously those sons and those, and the, and those sons-in-law and those daughters were okay with what was going on, brothers and sisters. He destroyed them along with it. And she was agonizing over those kids, and he turned her into a pillar of salt. And Abraham got up early in the morning to the place where he stood before the Lord. Yes. And he looked toward Sodom and Gomorrah and toward all the land of the plain and beheld, and lo, the smoke of the country went up as the smoke of a furnace. Went down as the smoke of a furnace, brothers and sisters. Let's quickly go to Deuteronomy 29. Because people say, oh, he just destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah was the only nation that he destroyed. Okay, let's take a look at something here. We have to find out what is not holy to the Lord and its consequences. Deuteronomy 29 and verse 1. 29 and verse 1. Read verse 1 and 2, brother, and then skip down to verse 17. These are the words of the covenant which the Lord commanded Moses to make with the children of Israel 
in the land of Moab, beside the covenant which he made with them in Horeb. And Moses called unto all Israel and said unto them, Ye have seen all that the Lord did before your eyes in the land of Egypt unto Pharaoh, and unto all his servants, and unto all his land. You've seen that. Skip down to verse 17. And ye have seen their abominations and their idols. You have seen their abominations and their idols. Wood and stone. Yes. Silver and gold, which were among them. Lest there, lest there should be among you man or woman or family or tribe whose heart turned away this day from the Lord our God uh -huh. to go and serve the gods of these nations. Lest there should be among you a root that beareth gall and wormwood. All right, skip down to verse 20 and read what cities he destroyed. Go ahead and read. The Lord will not spare him, but then the anger of the Lord and his jealousy shall smote against, the, against that man. Against that man. And all the curses that are written in this book shall lie upon him. Yes. And the Lord shall blot out his name from under heaven. Come on. And the Lord shall separate him unto evil out of all the tribes of Israel. Amen. According to all the curses of the covenant that are written in this book of the law. So that the generation to come of your children that shall rise up after you. Yes. And the stranger, and that, the stranger. that shall come from a far land shall say, when they see the plagues of that land and the sickness which the Lord had laid upon it. Pay attention now, verse 23, go ahead and read. And that the whole land thereof is brimstone yes. and salt and salt and burning, and burning that is not sown, nor bareth, nor any grass groweth therein. You see that? Is that what he did? That's what we just read about Sodom and Gomorrah. But what other cities got this? Go ahead and read. Like the overthrow of Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah? Amdah. Amdah. Zeboim. Zeboim. Which the Lord overthrew in his anger and in his wrath. All right, brothers and sisters. Sodom and Gomorrah weren't the only cities that got the fire and brimstone. It was all those cities around Sodom and Gomorrah that agreed with it. He made sure he wiped it totally out, brothers and sisters. And that land, I'm telling you, do your research. Nothing's growing there right now. Nothing. And you know, of course, architectures, uh, archaeologists and architects and uh, all types of people going over there try to, build, try to build land. They can't find nothing over there because the Lord is absolute, brothers and sisters. 2 Peter chapter 2 and verse 1. We're going to read verses 1 and 2 and then skip down to verse 6. But there were false prophets also among the people. Yes. Even as there shall be false teachers among you who privily yes. shall bring in damnable heresies. Damnable heresies. Even denying the Lord that bought them. Yes. And bring upon themselves swift destruction. Swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious ways. Many shall follow, these false, shall follow these false prophets and prophetesses. By reason of whom, by the way of truth, shall be evil spoken evil of. Evil spoken of. Skip down to verse 6. What did the Lord do in verse 6? Read. And turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes. Into what? Ashes. He burnt it to ashes, brothers and sisters. All because of this confusion and abomination. Condemn them with an overthrow. Yes. Making them examples. Hold on. Making them an example. Making them an example. Go ahead and read. Unto those that after should live ungodly. That's right. He made it as an example, brothers and sisters. Continue to verse 7 and 8. And delivered, <coughs> and delivered just lot. Yes. Vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked. That's right. He was, he was vexed with their behavior. Verse 8. For that righteous man dwelling among them and seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day yes. with their unlawful deeds. With their unlawful deeds. He, the, just to let you know how Lot felt about it. Lot was upset, but he chose to go there. 
because it was a beautiful land from what the book said. It was beautiful. It had all types of uh, vegetation. He wanted to go there, but then he went over there. He was so upset, he was standing outside the gate of the city. He wasn't even in the city every day. He went to his house, to the front of the gate of the city. He was so upset. But the Lord burnt it to the ground and all the cities around it because it was an abomination as an example, brothers and sisters. Why? What, how do you get this mindset? Where does it come from? Let's take a look at it. Romans chapter 1, brothers and sisters. Where do we get these new communities springing up? Because this is an abomination. This is not holy. This is confusion. And when you are part of that, you will be just like them outer cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, burnt to ash. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Yes, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Because y'all think, think people said to me, well, that's your opinion. I don't have an opinion. I gave up my opinion when I went down in the, in the water and came back up. My opinion is over. I now believe what God says. Go ahead and read, brother. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Yes. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. It is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. Who are these people, brother? To the Jew first. To the Jew first. And also to the Greek. And also to the Greek. Go ahead and read. So nobody's exempt from the power of God if you believe. Amen? Amen. Go ahead and read. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to from faith. From faith to faith. Go ahead and read. As it is written. Yes. The just shall live by faith. Amen. Verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and, and unrighteousness of men. Yes. Who hold the truth in unrighteousness. That's right. Who hold the truth in unrighteousness. And I want, people say, well, what does that mean? We're going to break this down slow. Because we're going to read this and break it down so where anyone can understand it. Because that which may be known of God yes. is manifest in them. It's, ma it's evident. It's evident to them. Go ahead and read. For God has showed it unto them. So God has shown to everyone. He's shown his power. We just choose to reject it. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. Wait, the visible things of the world from the beginning of creation are clearly seen. How are they clearly seen, brother? Being understood. Being, by the, wait, wait, wait. Being what? Understood. Understood by what? By the things that are made. Yes. Even so, his, so, go ahead. Even his eternal power in Godhead. Uh-huh. So, so that they are without they excuse. They without excuse. Nobody can say that they don't understand God because you should be able to look at creation and see God. Maybe. Everything, brothers and sisters, is made up in pairs. Pairs. Everything is in pairs. People don't understand this, brothers and sisters. The seasons come around every time, same time of year. You know what fall is about to come. The leaves start to change. You know the winter's coming because you see a whole bunch of geese in the, in the V formation flying south. Right? Go in, the, go in the wilderness, go into the forest, you see bears, they start to hibernate. Evident in God's creation. But you know what we want to do? Try to, try to reason it within ourselves. Because that when they knew God. Yeah, when they knew God. They wait, glorified. wait, wait. When they knew God. They glorified him not as God. Yes. Neither were they thankful. Neither were they thankful. Go ahead. But became vain in their imagination. So now they began to imagine something new. You got, they got a new doctrine. They got a new way of seeing God. How is that when God's been the same yesterday, today, and forever? Ain't nothing changed with him. Amen. So if nothing changed with him, then what type of revelation that you have that nobody else has? Not, obviously, it's something that somebody else gave you, but we're going to read it right here. Go ahead and read. And their foolish heart was dark. Their foolish heart was darkened. Go ahead. Professing themselves to be wise. Yes. They became fools. Go ahead. And changed the glory of the uncorruptible God 
into an image made like to corruptible man. Yes. And to birds and yes. four-footed beasts and creeping things. So they began to worship the creation than the, rather than the creator. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness. Stop a minute. Stop a minute. God gave them up to their uncleanness. Why? Because their imagination could not be changed. Their conscience is seared with a hot iron. Through the lust of their own heart. That's right, the lust. The lust has overtaken them. Amen. To dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Mm, come on. Who changed the truth of God into a lie. You see that, brothers and sisters? They exchanged the truth for a lie, saying that that is now the truth. And worshiped and served the creature mm. more than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. Amen. Go ahead. But this cause God gave them up unto vile affection. Because they would not turn to God and recognize God for who he is, understand the power of God or the Godhead, and not, and, uh, and, uh, not make excuses for themselves, God gave them up to, unto these vile affections. And I'm telling you right now, those who have repented and turned their life, thank the Lord that you did that. Because the Lord did not put you there and leave you in a reprobate mind, brothers and sisters. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. That's right. And likewise also the men. And it's, and it's, it's bountiful here in the Amen. I came from a state. I came from it was They would walk down Fifth Avenue. I mean, dudes, 300 pounds of all muscle in heels. Now, I saw that. Leaving the natural use of the woman. Yes. Burned in their lust one toward another. You see that? Burned in their lust. It's about the flesh and not the spirit. Men with men, working mm. that which is unseemly. Now, see, I, didn't, now, I didn't say that. The book is saying it. Amen. Men with men, working that which is unseemly. Go ahead and read. And receiving in, them, in themselves the recompense of their error. Of which their error, which was, which was due. You can't expect to do wrong in God's holy creation. <clears throat> this is prevalent. And the Bible tells you it's because it's not like God has not shown himself to them. They choose and refuse to accept God. Trying to push that out subliminally to our children, brothers and sisters. That's why it's important for you to understand. Get your children off them phones and in some books. Let them read. Amen. Sit down and talk to them about these things. Love this episode of the Why My Thus Bible Insights podcast? Tune in weekly for more from House of Light Ministries on all social media platforms. For more information about this ministry, please visit our websites at houseoflighttruth.com or houseoflighttruth.org. Thanks for listening.